1: Welcome to the takeoff experience where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures and their successes If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances or your mindset, then this podcast is for you Welcome back to the takeoff, we got a special guest blessing us in the booth this week uh, So B is a project manager and a financial coach bringing you some dope and digestible financial education i hope you are ready for the gems that are ready to be dropped today how are you doing today b
0: hey i'm good thank you how are you
1: yeah yeah i'm good i'm good we both were saying that like, before like it was like a, a really really long day and i think we both have jobs and mm. we're both also content creators so yeah it's it's, yeah, it's just it's just like such a such a mad day but yeah so i always ask the same question i always start the podcast with the same question what is your worst financial mistake
0: okay (laughs) i would say getting into Mm. debt from university and basically being in a cycle of debt for the next 15 years yeah that
1: would do it (laughs) really (laughs) yeah wow okay that's that is interesting so like at the end of the fifteen, years, okay. How did it start? Like, what happened? Because I know okay. university for a lot of us. Um, I think I got into debt at university too, and I'm, I think pretty much most of us have, um, have. But yeah, why did that happen?
0: Yeah. So first, when you start at university, you know they're throwing the credit cards that you, you know mm-hmm. thinking you, you know, you think you're free
1: money, and this is
0: how mm-hmm. it starts. So, mm-hmm. I out of university, I got myself out there. That wasn't a problem, but I just got used to living off my credit card. Used okay. to, you know, living off, you know, living out of my means, and just basically. Yeah. Doing a cycle of okay, I'll use my credit card. It'll get to a certain, um a, um um limit, and I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna do a a a, a loan. You know, like you do like um trying to think of the word a consolidation loan that you transfer your yeah. credit card to or whatever to a loan, so it would last a year or whatever, and I will pay little interest, but I'll just keep doing that cycle of you know using my credit card and not having. Thinking funds or anything in place and just put it, put it to a load and it built my credit score up real well but it was like I was just used to doing it you know what I mean
1: yeah. wow wow that's yeah honestly I, I think I went through the same thing I think I was living in my overdraft after uni for years until I decided to like stop it and then after 15 years why do you say to yourself enough is enough like what brought on the so- change
0: it was. It wasn't like a drastic thing where I said nothing. of It was like, it was like three years ago. I was still in debt. It wasn't like it was um, a, okay. A, you know, a, a big debt on my shoulder. It was just like I kept doing the same thing of putting okay. it on, um, getting leaving in my old drawer or whatever it was. Use my credit card, putting it on a loan, and then every couple of years just repeating a cycle. So it wasn't a big okay. burden to me, but it was like, why am I living like that? But then you, okay. obviously, then you stop and think, okay. I need to get myself, I got myself a bit more financial literate about, you know, the situation. I was like, why am I doing this? I don't need to do this. It was just like lifestyle, because obviously in the beginning, you start for a certain wage. My wage has gone from, I don't know, at that time, what, 20000 18000 to a, a lot higher over the years. But you still end up using your credit card and being yeah. in the same debt. So I was like, what What really am I doing? Like, I've got a lot of goals. I'm not really spending time and thinking about what I want to do. So that's how it kind of like, I just stopped myself and said, you know what, it's time, it's time to change.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's the thing. And this is what I say to like a lot of people. And I think like, you know, um, a lot of people can relate to this. I think you, everybody just sort of gets to a point where they're like, you know, you just want that change. It's all well mm-hmm. and good. Like, you know, people like us saying, oh, do this, do this. But if you don't want to change, you're not going to, you're not going to change, right? You're going to have to please. say to yourself, look, I, I've had enough. I want to live it completely you know different life this is what i want to do and I, yeah i guess you got to that point Ralph wow. very very interesting very very interesting story um so yeah can you give us a bit of uh insight into the day and life of b
0: okay so b wears many hats <laughs>
1: so i'm a wife i'm a
0: mother of two project manager money coach wow. and a gym rat so like my gym aunt- rat <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love the do <laughs> so my average day would be like probably you know get my daughter ready dropping mm-hmm. off to school do my day job cooking dinner rushing back to my spin class like rushing to my spin class and then like going in the sauna afterwards <laughs> yeah. so that's so, probably wow. like my average day during the week yeah
1: wow wow that's that's insane so <laughs> I love the, the, fact, the fact that you said your your gym rat. I've never heard oh, of yeah. I think I've heard of, of that <laughs> term but I've not like heard, heard many people say it that's, that's no I crazy. love it <laughs> um so yeah so you're a project manager your your money coach as well um which is crazy and we're gonna we're gonna delve um into that like why you um went into that but let's take it back a bit because you mentioned that to me offline that you're nigerian as well yes are both your both, both, your both parents my are parents
0: are nigerian born and okay. raised and i was right. born here so okay. you know got a mixture of nigerian and british culture so yeah
1: wow have you been back to, to nigeria yeah right? a
0: few times uh, my, when i was little and then obviously my my yeah. brother lives over there and not obviously okay. but <laughs> my brother lives over there and he got married okay. so we went there and you know like every so often i would go
1: okay Wow, wow, wow. And uh, you, you go every often. What do you think of it?
0: I like it. All. my mum's yeah. got a property over there, so it's not um it's it's good for us to keep going and, you know, see how it is. Um yeah. it's it's a different way of living, isn't it? So, you know. Yeah. I, I enjoy it and I love anything with where, anywhere with sun like that's me <laughs> I'm that's not made the to live in the UK it.
1: yeah yeah I know it's crazy it's like it's so it's so warm there. did you say you can't wait to leave the UK
0: no I said I'm not made to live in the UK yeah, I don't yeah. know why I'm here <laughs> no I shouldn't say that <laughs> but yeah, I feel no. like I'm meant to live mm. somewhere in the sun yeah treading water with alcohol in my hand that's what I'm meant to be doing <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what i fully hear you i actually fully hear you on that because yeah i think i think me and my fiancee we're actually thinking we're not we're not sure yet but we do if we're gonna move we want to move to somewhere where at least it's warm right what's the point of moving yeah. if you're gonna get the same kind of weather
0: mm-hmm.
1: um yeah <laughs> That's...
0: i'm feeling you guys on that one.
1: <laughs> oh man yeah no yeah no, no nigeria yeah so i went i went to nigeria recently as well um last year november and and the plan is i want to go like every year Mm -hmm. at least because i just think it like you said it's just a different type of lifestyle and just a different type of you know living and mindset out there so yeah i think it's just good to just see that Uh, yeah i think sometimes we get a bit too comfortable here in the uk and we forget (laughs) yeah um so you mentioned that you went to university what did you actually study
0: um, i studied computer science
1: Really, computer science is yeah. interesting. You don't really
0: get women that do computer science. because no. at the time it
1: was like a more of a men's
0: field. Like you know, well, it's it's getting more women inside the field, but it's more
1: yeah.
0: of a man thing. So people are quite surprised when I say that I've done I did computer science. But yeah,
1: yeah, that is a that is a surprise. It's, I mean you don't often hear like I mean black more black people are definitely doing computer science, which I think is great because the technology field is just gonna only grow mm-hmm. larger um why did you why did you yeah choose computer science
0: you know what is by teacher yeah so
1: in my, my a levels i did like maths
0: i loved maths yeah. i did science and then one of my teachers said get into computer science is loads of money i was like okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay so i just ended up doing it and i actually liked it wow yeah that
1: is crazy oh my god so are you telling me you can code then? Now you a coder? Or... I used to.
0: So back okay. in the day, I used to be doing some C++ and HTML coding, you know, like a little oh. bit of something, but that I, don't, I can't do anymore.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mad. Oh my god, that's so cool! I, you see, I want to hear more about this now. So okay, so 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 you went to university, you did computer science, and then like was your first job in technology as well, or was it something? So during
0: doing? and after, I was still working in, in Currys in sales. Okay. so like, okay. and a lot of it was sales of technical stuff, you know, keep um, uh, laptops and PCs and that kind of stuff. But I didn't really know really much about it. But after okay. university, I went straight to like um, uh, doing a training IT support officer. Which was okay. really like supporting PCs, taking them apart, fixing them,
1: wow, kind of thing, yeah. Oh wow! So yeah. so you're proper techie then? Yeah,
0: because I've gone, I've gone from first line, second line, third line, proper techie, oh my gosh. and now I just do IT project management. I don't even touch anything anymore. <laughs> oh
1: my god, that's crazy! Yeah. That's mad! Like, and I love the fact that you said curries because you, do you know what's funny thing is that I was still working. I was working at. Um, three right the the mm-hmm. mobile provider network and um I was working there for like my final I think my second and final year of uni and then my masters as well I think for maybe like I think it, actually maybe the whole year I, I might have been working there as well I'll just go there like on weekends mm. and um yeah that's what got me into technology actually working working at that store and I was like actually you know what I don't want to do like a law degree anymore I want to go into technology really yeah that's how yeah that's how i kind of got into it um as well so yeah no i think you learn a lot from it people don't really like realize because when you're having to sell all this stuff you have to learn like what the specs are and all that stuff and it's a lot like so Mm -hmm. yeah wow that's that's so cool so uh okay so you you did curries then you um you said you did first line second line then you became a project manager how long have you been doing project management i've been doing
0: project management for about two and a half years
1: okay it's intense isn't it being a project manager
0: yeah in the beginning i was like oh god what have i got myself into but now it's (laughs) you get used to it like but yeah it's a lot of it's a lot
1: of work it must be because um so i'm by trade most of my career i've been a business analyst and now i'm a product manager and i know what it's like for a, a project manager like how and you guys get like all the the rap as well, things don't go well. <laughs> yeah. the budget stress and yeah, all the project timeline stress. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. But like generally do you, you you're enjoying it, right? Like
0: Yeah, yeah. And I work in the NHS, so it's not as okay. um as mu- much pressure you'd get, you know, okay. from private because with the NHS you, they can be, be be a bit more relaxed when it comes to time constraints. Okay. And things like that so it's not too much pressure but i i'm enjoying it yeah
1: okay that's good wow that's good and the nhs as well which is a it's a massive i know i know it's public but it's massive one of the biggest mm-hmm. companies if if we can call that um into it as well it's one of the biggest companies out there definitely um and i'm sure you're getting like a lot of experience from it yes. um <laughs> in terms of like so you're also a financial coach why did you yeah why did you start Your side hustle
0: as a financial... So it kind of... It started off, like, obviously, wanting wanted to help my parents. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to help my parents because, obviously, the financial thing, we didn't really talk about it. I wanted to Mm -hmm. learn myself. And then I started up, like, um, a WhatsApp group and, like, between my friends. And we were were doing it. And I thought, you know what? A lot of people in this situation, like, why don't I start um, an Instagram page and try and, like, motivate, inspire, and educate people on it? Mm Because they don't teach you those kind of things in school. Yeah. So that's, like, kind of where I started from, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's it's crazy. I'm, I'm glad that you managed to coach your, your parents. I'm struggling to do that. Well, not struggling. I think they will, like, I think I'll have time to do it. I think I'm convincing them slowly. But how did that conversation go? Was it, like, awkward to say, like, mom and dad, like, let's <laughs> was, talk about finances well, now and do something yeah, about it? Because,
0: obviously, like, you, coming from a Nigerian family, they don't really talk about that at all. Like, mm. well, minded and anyway. So we... Didn't we didn't really talk about in depth, you know, like personal finance and what you, or how much you're and, you know, what kind of situation you're in. So it's kind of, it was kind of um hard to broach in the beginning. But then you've got no choice because you know he was still, my dad's still working past the age of you know normal retirement, let's say. Yeah. And that is there's things that you you have to put into place like right, to help him because sooner or later you don't, you must he's going to stop working.
1: Mm. So
0: you know it was kind of easier because he had no choice. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: okay that makes that makes so much sense like <laughs> I, I, i'm gonna have to come and get some pointers from you on how to navigate <laughs> that conversation because it's such a is it's such a, a tough conversation to have and i love that you said the fact that he had no choice so mm. he was willing to um to to change and it's it's crazy that you say like this is not something we talk about because it's true we don't like if we If it's like about making money, I think, or like properties, I think everybody's comfortable having that conversation. But as soon as it comes to like how to manage your money, you know, debt and all Mm -hmm. this sort of stuff, people shy away from it. They don't even want to talk about it. Like it's, uh, let's just ignore it. It's not happening kind of thing. And it's just, yeah, it's not, it's not a great, it's not a great thing actually. I think, um, you know, I think talking about it, being comfortable talking about it, it's so much easier if you mm-hmm. actually do it because I think a lot of people they get so like they just run away from it. But I feel personally, if you talk about it, um, it's easier for you to to deal with the situation. So, Absolutely! Wow. wow! It was kind of okay. a really
0: um, eye opener mm. when I because like when after I started doing this, you talk more of your siblings as well, and you're like, oh, I'm in debt. Oh, you're in debt. You was in debt. Oh, you know what I mean? Like you're like, okay, mm. why didn't we talk about this before? Like why was mm. it so quiet? Like why did we keep it yeah. quiet and suffer in silence? I, yeah like you know a platform really to just for people to be comfortable to talk about and get used to talking about money really
1: yeah yeah no i love that and i love what you you uh, do on instagram and what you uh represent there's definitely not a lot of um black women talking even about investing, like it's like it goes down, right? Like <laughs> even just talking about finance and then, yeah. okay, finance versus finance in general, right? I think everybody else is comfortable with most stuff. But when it comes to like stocks and crypto, which we're going to touch on today, if we've got some time, we'll mostly talk about actually today, we're going to gonna focus mostly on stocks and then another episode mm-hmm. to focus on crypto. Um A lot of women are not into it, but I'll, I'll ask you that question a little <laughs> bit later. Okay. So what, what kind of aspects do you focus on with your one-to-ones?
0: Okay, it's more really like um, Budgeting and investing So I've got two Mm one-to-one So one's like um, um, Introduction to personal finance Which is like budgeting, saving, you know Tackling debt and things like that One is um, intermediate stock market investing So the one with the personal finance I think the, the major one is budgeting People don't, you know um, know how to budget. There's so many different budgeting styles. So, you know, that people need to, you know, get used to what works for them and just incorporate. So it's, mm-hmm. it's natural. So that's, I yeah. think, like the most, most of our my ones for personal finance are, like, concentrating on.
1: Okay. Okay. I love that. Yeah. I think I think you're... I like that. I think the budgeting is... is I, I said this in a video years ago. I feel like budgeting is central to everything. Once you get that right... Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything else, of course, investing is its own beast. Yeah. But if you get that right, you're pretty much enabling yourself to do whatever you need to do. You know, if you want to invest, mm-hmm. you, know, you can go and do that. If you want to be able to save for a certain thing, you, you know, you're you going to know how to do that because exactly. you understand how to budget. Mm-hmm. So or if it's emergency fund or if you want to get yourself out of debt, all of those things surround yourself around a budget. If you don't mm-hmm. have that, then it's going to be difficult to do um, exactly. any of that. So, yeah. I completely agree like wow that's so cool and um what areas because you kind of mentioned it you said budgeting is that the areas that most of your clients struggle with mostly investing
0: and um, investing and getting out tackling debt basically yeah
1: main areas yeah that those are like those are like the three wabbies (laughs) honestly is that the three debt budgeting invested right and it's like if you get that right you're like you're good like you're Ooh. good and um you know we budgeting because we did an episode on budgeting and i think a lot of people think budgeting when you when you have to budget you um it's quite restrictive mm-hmm. but i don't find budgeting like that i i just the way i see it right i just see budgeting as okay i'm i'm gonna make sure i've got like all my essentials paid mm-hmm. for right okay i'm also gonna save this amount yeah okay cool at that point, I can then decide what I want to do with the rest of the rest of the money. That's how I see it as. It's just like giving you a full picture of um, what you're doing, rather than oh, I'm like not allowed to have fun. I'm not allowed to do um, do anything. So, yeah, I, I do find it um, quite interesting. Okay, so I wanted to to start, you know, going into the stock market because you because you invest your yourself. Mm-hmm. um so i know that you're an advocate for building wealth but what does it um, mean for you
0: i'll say like building wealth is you know the process of generating long-term income um and for me it means like passive income so i don't have to really be thinking about it when i'm older i don't want to be working and doing all this you know creating this active income that i've got to do mm-hmm. to pay my yeah. bills i want to be yeah. able to have generate um passive income and and live life on my own terms really i don't want to yeah. be a slave to work which is kind <laughs> of slave. kind of what i feel like i am now <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah yeah i know what you're saying uh, I completely get what you're saying. And it's the funny thing is, if you decide, like, look, I do want to work up until 60, then you've got that choice, right? So exactly. it's like having that choice, right? Right now, mm-hmm. it's like, we don't have a choice. We got to do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we got to do it. No choice. You've got no choice. But I think having a choice is nice because it's like, okay, if I do decide to work or if I want to volunteer and do something completely mm-hmm. different, it doesn't matter what how much salary I need to to have. I can do whatever I want, whether that's teaching abroad or, you know, something else, whatever it is. It just gives you um, that flexibility to, to do that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I
0: don't think I want to, you know, I'm not I don't, I'm not the person that wants to retire early. Like, you know, mm. um, I, I still want to be working, but I want to have a choice of what I do. And, you, yeah. you know, when I go on holidays, nothing to ask somebody when I can imagine go, I'm going to, you to ask you when I can go on holiday. Like, <laughs>
1: That's mad. <laughs> yeah, I oh, man. I never used to have a problem with it. And now I'm starting to have a problem with it. And I think it's because I'm getting older. I'm starting mm. to have like, I'm now asking you, can I take time off for my <laughs> wedding? Can I take time off for me to go on holiday? Seriously. I. I, I, I they I can actually say no.
0: Like yeah.
1: You know, like, like yeah. Some people will say no, it's actually mad. Like, no, you're not allowed. <laughs> what? oh my god like we're not children anymore but yeah no it's um yeah it's crazy it's actually it's actually quite crazy but yeah no i i completely agree with that and i i, I completely agree that passive income is a uh, super important of course passive income doesn't go come overnight it's something you have to work mm-hmm. on over time um you know but if you start you can start off really small and it can start snowballing um over time like for, for instance with me like my dividends I got one of my dividends yesterday. I was quite It's not a lot, but it's like four pounds. I was like, oh wow, this is cool. Cause it started off like less than a pound. I think it was like 50p or a few pennies. I am like, yeah. wow, it's keeps on going up. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, wow, it's four pounds now. Okay. Ne- by next year, maybe it's eight pounds. And then the following year, 20 pounds. And I am like, that's mm-hmm. how it will just, just keep on reinvesting it, keep on reinvesting it. And I'm not really doing anything there. It's just, they're yeah. paying me. I'm reinvesting it back. And yeah, it's um. It's doing it's doing that work for me so you yeah, know i completely uh completely agree with you i think for me building wealth is yeah it's pretty much a, a, a similar thing uh i definitely want to have that financial freedom i want to retire my parents as well um and help you know help them live the life that they they want as well and have that choice and for me to, to be able to do that and also my kids okay. in the future um, to do whatever they want to do so I can support them in, in any way. Um, that's, what it is. that's what it means for me. So, yeah, I think we're we're definitely aligned on that. So, um, yeah, so today we wanted to talk about the stock market, but I like to always break things down before we um, go into it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to understand from your point of view, what, what is the stock market?
0: So the way I see the stock market is like a network where companies um, list their share on an exchange. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Investors can buy and sell um mm-hmm. I kind of think of it as a, like an auction house, you know mm-hmm. so sort of a safe and regulated place where buyers yeah. and sellers can you know trade investments
1: that's yeah. where
0: where I see it yeah
1: okay, yeah no i love I love that definition, I don't think I could have and and this is what why I like getting other people's perspectives that invest in the stock market because I think sometimes when you do a search online it is has these really complex terminology, Mm. securities and all Mm. of this stuff. And people are like, what is all of this stuff? And they get very um, overwhelmed. Um, So, yeah, I really like your um, explanation. And how did you start um, investing in the stock market yourself?
0: Okay, so since my kids are born, I've always um, had been investing in the stock market in some way. Really? um, Yeah, my my son's 14, so I had um, Mm. a child trust fund for him because that was years ago. And then my oh, daughter's wow. sixth, so I did a junior ISA. So I always invested for them, but mm. it never quite kicked in my head that like I should have mm. it for myself. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? so
1: yeah.
0: Probably about three years ago, like um, mm. obviously just before the pandemic, the, you know, the pandemic started playing around yeah. with you know um, platforms, learning about stocks and shares. As I said, I did a WhatsApp group with my friends. We kind mm-hmm. of like um, talk about it, you know, um, discuss what we were learning. And then mm-hmm. the pandemic t- pandemic hit and then it was like, oh, uh, there's a chance here for me to make money because eventually it will come, come back, isn't it? So well, I'm yeah. playing around with it, thinking, OK. And I just got into it, like, you know, mostly with individual stocks in the beginning. And I was like, OK, um, I'm trying to be more diversified, do my research mm-hmm. and things like that. And I started going to more index funds. But that's how it really started
1: hmm okay yeah. wow that's so cool I, I, I love that and it's crazy that you said that you got a junior ISA for your kids and then you got a trust fund which I know mm-hmm. about the junior ISA I don't know much about that like the info the details and I don't mm-hmm. know nothing about a trust fund like what made you like how did you get into that did did you speak to a financial advisor about that was that like something no, that you heard from that like a friend happened.
0: Yeah, I'm going back and I'm showing my age. My son's 14 years, so that was originally mm. it was a child trust fund, and the government gave okay. you. I can't remember how much it was two fifty or five hundred pounds to invest for your kids. This is back in the day when they, were giving, when they was giving away money. Yes. Oh my
1: god! What? <laughs> of course, this doesn't exist anymore. No, don't exist clearly.
0: anymore. So they were giving you that gave me sounds like this is free money. I need to figure out how I want to invest it for my child and how it's going to work. So, wow. like, there was, like, certain banks that were offering child trust funds at the time. You know, and as I was looking into it, you, you know, they invest it for you and you pick, like, you know, some kind of stocks and things like that. Mm. So, that's kind of what how I started doing it. And obviously, if, I, if my son's going to, my daughter's definitely going to have it. So, it's automatic when, mm. when she was born. I automatically, at that time, it was called the Junior ISA. So, I yeah. automatically did it for her as wow. well
1: that's wow that's crazy do they have do you know if they have anything similar maybe not the same amount. i don't think they give away any
0: money nowadays <laughs>
1: they're like we're done we're, we're not, yeah, we're we're not done giving any finish. more money the freebies wow gosh that's a shame <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, <your laughs> that is, is a shame
0: 50 whatever it was at the time
1: that's a lot of money that's yeah. actually like a lot of money like that's and that's a decent amount of money like invested i don't, I don't know like off the on my head, but that's gonna definitely turn into like a huge amount of thousands. I, yeah, I
0: and what I did is, I like from the time. from they were born, I put my own direct debit so their child their child benefit would I would automatically put in there because okay. for me I thought it's free money, it's not for me, it's for yeah. them, so I would put that automatically in their accounts.
1: Wow, so you've been so you kind of was just always in the investment yeah. mindset already. You kind of yeah. trained yourself, so I'd imagine when it got to use easy because you're already doing doing that exactly wow. yeah um and this is what we say uh, we did an episode as well on good financial habits and this is what we you know i guess that was the point of the episode right was that when you have when you have these develop these good financial habits they kind of translate to to everything mm-hmm. right um and it's just like you know everything's related in a way like yeah. for instance with the credit score thing a lot of people you know they're worried about their credit scores but if you manage your money well you you know you have an overdraft, you have a credit card right. and you manage those well, then your credit score is going to be good. If you don't manage it well, then it's not going to be good, right? right? All of these things are, yeah. are all all linked, right? And then mm-hmm. that prevents you from getting a mortgage and that prevents you from getting a loan. And then, then you're not then able to invest because you can't manage your money. So all of these mm-hmm. things are are, are are linked. So yeah, wow. So you already had like the mindset already for it so it's just you just need to do the transition to, to do it for yourself wow that's it so yeah as we were talking about before um so i was mentioning that i don't see a lot of women investing i feel like more and more are um investing and you know pages such as yourselves are encouraging mm-hmm. more more women to invest but why do you think like a lot of women don't invest
0: i'm not sure really maybe it's because um um women well say some women are more um, risk averse mm-hmm so you know, they don't. really have the knowledge or the confidence
1: mm-hmm. to
0: get into investing. Maybe I'm not really sure because before that, obviously, I did it for my kids, but I really didn't think anything of it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good that you didn't. That so there was nothing that put you off it doing it yourself. No. Okay.
0: But for me, I, yeah. I've never really been shied away from a challenge. I think mm-hmm. I've always been want to try it first or you know to yeah. get used to it yeah and then if I
1: don't like it, I don't like it but yeah. you know I'll try it out <laughs> yeah yeah no I completely agree I, I I know investing can be um daunting and I know like the finance industry generally is like male dominated mm-hmm. I think even amongst like when you see like people talking about investing again it's like quite male dominated although that is starting to change and you are mm-hmm. seeing more um women investing and I think everybody personally should invest you know it's an opportunity for for all of us uh to start doing it so to to my uh woman listeners uh please do you know follow B. <laughs> follow B. check out her content you know if you align more with her content and you know you're more comfortable uh, with that, then definitely, you know, start getting um, investing because B does it and B is comfortable with it, and it, you know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I do get the risk averse thing. And the interesting thing about, like, the risk stuff is that with investing in the stock market, you can still um, minimize your risk uh, mm-hmm. as, as possible um, by, you know, investing in index funds and mm-hmm. investing in um, exchange-traded funds, ETFs. Um, as well um, because they're they're more diversified or you can use like robot apps right you've got all these exactly. great robot apps out there as well um and you know there, there's not been any crazy news out there to say oh there's this been this scandal these people mm-hmm. have, have, have lost this amount of money so yeah generally in the long term the stock market has is known to to, to be fine um but i wanted to understand what do you personally invest in yourself
0: Okay, this is where I'm going to insert mm. the this is not financial advice. Um, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, it's not, no,
1: it's not financial advice, yeah, no. you know? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes,
0: have yes, the, yes. Um, majority of my portfolio in the FTSE Global um, All Cap Index Fund.
1: Okay. And I that's, like that. um,
0: that's my main one and then the rest of them is like individual stocks on crypto, so uh, Apple, Google, Tesla, Amazon, Alibaba, <clears throat> Facebook, mm-hmm. um, Coinbase, mm-hmm. Etsy. And then when it comes to crypto, okay. um,
1: Ethereum,
0: yeah. XRP, ADA, v, yeah Sol, Crow. So those are really wow. what I invest in.
1: Wow. You know what I think, right? And I like your picks. They're very interesting picks. Very, very strong picks. I'm also invested in Alibaba. They're not doing <laughs> well right now. Um, yeah, I, I'm also invested. And I know we both know the reason. Um, This is not a political podcast, unfortunately, so I don't talk too much about the politics side of it. But of course, the politics side of it is impacting... Yeah. Um alibaba stock unfortunately mm-hmm. um you know they say all oh, politics and the stock market shouldn't go but these days i don't know if it's because of the news politics is having a lot of impact on yeah. the stock market um right now in the short term in the long term it may not not sure we'll have to see there's obviously no guarantee um, but you yeah, know i like i like i really like your like like your picks um, um a lot of them are uh companies that very well do very well in the future Mm -hmm. and are trying to shape shape uh, and change the world um i had an interesting thought i feel like a lot of what you your journey right so you did computer engineering again Mm -hmm. which is a male dominated they say male dominated area and it's also quite technical right and you got into technology and then now you are also investing so I wonder if a lot of your, you know, the experience that you've got from work, from your job and the fact that you did a computer science degree has allowed you to be comfortable with learning how to like invest
0: yeah. and things
1: like that. What do you think? Because like, yeah,
0: yeah, I can I can see the correlation there. Um, yeah, because I've always been. Uh... I learn of and you know, yeah, you know, I'm not scared to delve into technology. And a lot of the things I started off with, you know, things that I use in, you know, just mm-hmm. antivirus, you know, mm. um, this, uh, internet se- cyber security, all that kind of mm-hmm. thing is kind of related. So I have that in computer mm-hmm. science anyway. So I kind of, yeah, it kind of translates to some of the stocks that we're looking into. So, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, I can see the correlation,
1: especially yeah. in crypto
0: as well, because I, I already, um, believe in some a lot of the technologies and yeah you know can see how defy can make be, make a big change so it mm-hmm. does make it probably made me be more you know attracted to learning about those kind of things
1: yeah 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 i think there's i think there's definitely something there and i think because with computer science i think a, a lot of it a lot of people get respect i, I think law law degree me, uh, medicine computer science, business, finance. Um, and then there's probably a few others, architecture. Sorry if I've I've missed out your degree, but a lot of those (laughs) ones are particularly really challenging, especially Mm. like coding. I know for a fact, a lot of people I've tried coding and Mm. it is tough. It is hard. You have to have Mm. like a lot of grit about you to get over it and just continuously, continuously, continuously like learn and get better and try and, go over the hump and I think with like investing it's kind of like a similar thing like Mm -hmm. there's a lot to learn I don't think investing is particularly like that hard hard when I say that hard I mean once you learn like the terminology after a while you kind of get it of course like you know Mm -hmm. at what price to buy and what price to sell that's extremely difficult because nobody can predict the future right but in terms of just understanding, like, how to invest and stuff like that, I think after a while, it's not as difficult as, like, well, for me nice. personally, as coding. Mm-hmm. I don't think, yeah, I think coding is another, <laughs> <it's> another <laughs> level. It's, technology is, is yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy. So, yeah, I think that there's definitely some insight. Very, very interesting. Wow. Wow. Cool. So, um, out of your, your stock picks, which one is the companies that you're most confident will do well? Are the ones that you, you can like.
0: never really be confident I think for mm-hmm. me my index fund is what I'm more confident with That's the, the majority mm-hmm. of my um, portfolio the, the rest of them mm-hmm. obviously I've done my research on the company I consider like you know Apple Google Amazon mm-hmm. Tesla those kind of country, um, companies I'm fairly confident in but you can never mm-hmm. when you're picking an individual stock you have yeah. to know that there's risk that you're gonna lose your money so yeah. you know you can never be confident in it for 100 percent really.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's the that's that's the essence of, of stock picking. I think the, mm-hmm. the truth is, is that anytime you can lose a part or all of your investment, which is mm-hmm. why everybody, everybody should be investing in an index fund mm-hmm. or ETF. I would say as the bulk of your portfolio mm-hmm. and then the rest of it is like individual stocks if you want to dabble into it. Mm-hmm. I think especially for beginners, you should start with an index fund or etf that's what i started with i started with an index fund um myself with fidelity i think it oh, was it etf it might have been an index one i can't remember now i think it was a few different index funds mm-hmm. and i started on the fidelity uh, platform um and yeah like it was pretty much it was okay like it wasn't you know i wasn't worried about i, I, I didn't lose like significantly I, I made a little bit of money mm-hmm. and it was relatively stable so that's why we always say like that is definitely the best approach to start in your journey in the, uh, mm-hmm. in, in the stock market um so have you read like most of like the most you know famous investing books like so you've got like um the intelligent investor yep. you've got um, you've, you've read that yep yeah. i've read that Okay, you read that. Yeah, that one's good. It's so detailed (laughs) Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I was like, wow, this is so detailed. And it's written in, it's written almost in old English type of way Mm. sometimes. Yeah, so it's not that easy to understand. I was like, like I understand like what investing is. And I was really thinking, reading this thinking oh my god like imagine like a complete beginner they're not gonna like get this but I, yeah. i'll still say get it get the book anyway because mm-hmm. once you do get it you can you know start to um understand it um a bit more um and then there's the common the the common book, the little of book of common, uh, little yeah
0: little that's
1: of it common sense invested, yeah yes that's it yeah that's have you read that what? yeah I haven't read that. I, that's on my list. I need to, I, I want to uh, read that. And that was from the founder of uh, Vanguard. Vanguard, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. yes. Bobo. John Bogle.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. And uh, to the listeners who've never heard of Vanguard, Vanguard is a essentially like a fund manager. So it's essentially a place where you can, they, they create different index funds. They also have exchange traded funds. Um, so you, they're basically also like an investment platform or, or broker, online broker as we call it. Um, you can basically invest with them. Um, you can invest, uh, into different ETFs or index funds through them. Um, and this, the founder, um, in this book, he basically, he, they, I think they're the, they were the first one to create mm-hmm. this index fund thing because essentially what he was saying was instead of trying to find a needle in a haystack, so what he meant by needle is instead of trying to figure out what company is going to do the best, so investing in a, a one stock or a few stocks, you just buy the whole haystack. So you just buy a whole index of companies, basically, nice. uh, and that way you should, you should win in the long term. So, yeah, very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so, my
0: platform of choice. I'm a, I'm a Vanguard. Vanguard,
1: are <laughs> Vanguard as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not onto the. I, I like Vanguard. I do, I do talk a lot about Vanguard. Why, why did you choose Vanguard out of all um, the? Other because
0: ones? when I did my research, that fund kept mm. look. I kept coming to the same FTSE Global all cap and I was like, okay. why don't let's go directly to Vanguard instead of going to H mm-hmm. O or whoever it is mm-hmm. and paying more money. Just go straight yeah. to them. it's Low cost, and yeah. um, that's the reason why I chose it. It's easy to use. Um, yeah. It wasn't. It's not an app, so I didn't. I, wouldn't, I wasn't always constantly checking it. Like you mm-hmm. just want to make them forget about it, really.
1: So yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. And that's the thing. I think like I've got an investing app, but I don't even really check it that often. I used to check it often, and it's yes. unhealthy, to be yes. honest, because you don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, I check it today, but I'm not selling today. I'm yes. looking five to ten years time. So what's the what's the point of looking at it? So you're probably. Like you said, it's best to just automate it and just delete that. There's no point of of even looking at it because w- what you're going to do, is going to cause you to panic sell or panic buy when you no, don't um, need to. Yeah. Um,
0: I do check my, my individual stocks quite more often than my index one, mm. But I've got used to it now. But in the beginning, like, you know, it's like, oh, were your first learn, you're like, I'm panicking. Sell it, sell, sell.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you, I think it, but it's good though because you um, learn the emotions of it. yeah Yeah. for me it's a learning curve like in the beginning you do madness but by the time you get used to it you understand the psychological nature of it then it becomes second nature yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly and i think you're right and this is what i always say to people start off small so Mm -hmm. you can practice right because you need real life experience it's like anything in life right Mm -hmm. like a, a job right like you couldn't just become a project manager. Somebody say, okay, your first rollout out of university, you're just going to become a project manager. That would have just been throwing you too much into the mm-hmm. deep end. It's the same with investing. You just need to start off small, really small and then learn the different things. You know, you will make mistakes. That's just normal. That's just life. Right. You know, that's how you improve. Right. And you, you will give yourself time to understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Feel the emotions. Like you said, um, and yeah, I think for me, the thing I've learned definitely in this season um, of investing is patience. Mm-hmm. Um, I've realized, wow, like if I'm just patience and I don't worry and all I'm thinking about is five, 10 years time, I'm not panicking. I'm just exactly. like, okay, whatever the stock market is doing, it can do what it needs to do mm-hmm. with the, you know, the war going on, but it doesn't bother me. I'm just going to, you know, I don't care until 2026 to mm-hmm. 2030. Before that It's not my business Exactly Whatever getting, kind of thing You know, you know what I mean so. an opportunity
0: to get it At a low price You're getting it a yeah. discount Because of the exactly. situation It's happening So it's win-win for me
1: Yeah Yeah No I completely agree I completely agree The investing I think personally investing Is like 80% mindset Yeah Or even 90% mm. And then 10% Doing it really um, Okay So we mentioned A few things here We mentioned Index funds We mentioned Exchange traded funds so, can we first break down what is an index fund?
0: So, an index fund is like an um, investment vehicle. It's a pool of um, companies that are, mm-hmm. are you are basically mimic an, a particular index. So, it could be mm-hmm. uh, FTSE, it could be Nasdaq, it could be mm-hmm. these are all um, index. By the way, um, mm-hmm. uh, it could be any anything that is trying to mimic a particular index. So okay. with um, index funds, um, they are traded once a day, whereas okay. with ETFs, exchange traded funds, it's, it's traded throughout the day and can go up and mm-hmm. down throughout the day. So they're mm-hmm. pretty similar and mm-hmm. they both track the performance of a, either an entire index or
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, a portion, you know, portion of it. But they're basically just pooled investment vehicles.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, 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 great explanation. And yeah, I agree. I think index funds and ETFs are pretty much the same. It's really almost like um, a personal choice. Of course, um, the major um, fund managers are the ones who normally offer index funds. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Vanguard, you've got Fidelity, and then you've got a few others. I've iShares as well, which I think is linked to BlackRock, I believe, yep. off the top of my head. So. Um, yeah, so yeah, they're, they're all pretty much... Pretty much similar so you can have like um like like be said you've got um an index and m- mimic an index so for instance standard and Poor 500 which is the most 500 most valuable companies um in the u.s you can um, invest in this investment pool which would invest in all of these 500 companies so it's really cool um you don't have to it takes off the pressure from you mm-hmm. having to know and understand which companies to invest in and it just does it for you so yeah it's such a it's such a powerful powerful um in, investment I, I think um yeah mm-hmm. no great explanation and what um, i like about
0: the missus is self-cleansing mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry if one yeah. company just like fails or tanks it just takes it out and puts yeah. something else in there you don't have to worry yeah. it's automatic yeah
1: yeah yeah and that's what i like about it as well because like with the s&p 500 as tesla was doing very well and that got into the s&p 500 now you've got Tesla as part of mm-hmm. your portfolio. You don't have to, you know, figure that out. Um, it, the performance will figure it out for you, essentially. So, yeah, nice. So cool. So cool. So I wanted to go through, you know, some more basics of, of the stock market. What would you say is the best way for a beginner to start their journey of investing in the stock market?
0: Um. So for me, I would say there's a list of things to do before you start investing. Um mm-hmm. And I would say it's to get your personal finance in check. So, you know, in eliminate mm-hmm. bad spending habits. Make sure mm-hmm. you've got a budget. Like, pay off mm-hmm. your high interest debt. There's no point in having high interest debt and you're trying trying to invest like that. So, first thing I say, get rid of because it's kind of counterproductive. Productive. Mm-hmm. Um, build an emergency fund so you know when you're investing, you're not desperate for money, and you're not going to pull it out quick work and you haven't given it a chance to grow. Um, mm-hmm. And I also say just set clear goals So you know what you're investing for You know your time mm-hmm. horizon Things like that So that's what I would say to do before mm-hmm. you start investing And then when it comes to investing I would say um, start with an index fund As you said as well I think that's the mm-hmm. best place to start as a beginner um, mm-hmm. um, Invest in company If you're going to pick um, stocks, individual stocks Invest in companies that you know So understand mm-hmm. the company You know reason why you're you're investing in them it's it's really important to know mm-hmm. that you own part of that company so you, you, you have yeah. to be quite confident in them um so buy good quality ones and then obviously i would say think about long term um when it comes to investing so mm-hmm. obviously when when i started in the pandemic i was i did a, a short-term one and and i did long-term one so in, i i used that because it was an opportunity i knew that a lot of the stocks were depressed. It was artificial, artificial because of the pandemic. So I yeah. wanted to save my house deposit. So um, I kind of said to myself, okay, I'm going to give myself about a year to do short term and save some money, mm-hmm. and then the rest, and then my, and then my, then concentrate on then my long term ones. So just know what your goals are, know your time horizons. Mm-hmm. That's obviously.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree. I think, um, yeah, all fantastic. fantastic tips and i love that you said that you need to get your financial house in order before you start investing yes Yes. it's very true very true you cannot invest if you don't have an emergency fund Mm -hmm. you are constantly in debt you're struggling to make you know your central payments investing is not the place for you should only do it when you are in a good place. And that's fine, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, There's no rush. The stock market is always going to be there. Exactly. And now we have uh, the crypto market too. So, you yeah. know, and then in the future, we might have something else. So investing is always going to be there as a form. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is no rush to, to do any of this. Um, there's not even no rush, even if you are in a good place. Again, that's why I say start slow. Start slow so you can understand it. So yeah, no, I completely um uh, with me, and it's crazy because you also said um invest in companies that you understand because a lot of people get their tips from like online twitter you know oh tesla everybody should invest in tesla nothing against tesla i'm invested in tesla Mm -hmm. i had my reasons Mm -hmm. that's why i invested in in tesla um not because of the hype and not because of anybody else i decided okay this is what tesla means for me this is the metrics that i like that they achieve this is Mm -hmm. how i think they're growing and stuff like that and i was like okay cool i'm now comfortable you know going into into tesla so i understand why i did it's not i'm investing in tesla because somebody on twitter told me to invest in, in tesla no that is definitely um not the way and also It's not the way as well, listening to this podcast and saying you're going to get your stock picks from our podcast because that's not the (laughs) point of it, right? We're just giving you insights. We're trying to give you an understanding of how we've made these decisions, Mm -hmm. but you can make different decisions and that's okay, right? We're all different. We're not all supposed to be the same. You know, I don't offer a stock picking (laughs) service and I'll never (laughs) offer a stock picking service (laughs) because you know nobody knows the future that's the truth and i'll be honest i've always said that right you know any anything i do and, and b's also maintain that as well which is why we say it's not financial advice even financial advisors even for them it's difficult because if they could do it they would just do it for themselves exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right so nobody has the crystal ball that's the truth you know um, and if they are really good, they normally do it for themselves. Like that guy who tripled his—he's now a billionaire. The UK guy, he's some billionaire UK investor, Who's that? and he doesn't trade. He doesn't invest for anybody else. He only tra- invests for himself. Apparently, Who's He used to—I uh, can't remember his name. I'll, I'll tell you him offline. Okay. But he used to do it for other people, but now he just does it for himself. I think I can't remember what he exactly what he said. I think it was along the lines of no pressure he he's happy to take on more risk because it's mm-hmm. his money mm-hmm. you know things like that mm-hmm. right and risk appetite is another thing right like mm-hmm. how much risk are you willing to stomach right mm-hmm. um for example because for instance if you know that you put in a thousand pounds in the stock market and it went down to 800 pounds and you absolutely hated that and you'd want to sell everything then investing in stocks is enough is something you should mm-hmm. never do because you're not ready for that you know um so yeah investing it it takes a lot of time to learn and understand um, understand these things um so i wanted to know from your point of view what are common mistakes that a beginner should be aware of
0: Mm, i would say um probably not following the hype so that's a big Mm -hmm. big common mistake people do um Mm -hmm. not defining your goals right? yeah Make sure you, you define your goal before you um, go to invest in. Another thing will be like uh, um, not knowing your risk appetite. So mm-hmm. I think these are the things that you should know beforehand because if you, if you, if you know yourself and you know I'm not, I'm, I'm risk averse, then you go mm-hmm. once, uh, you know, not you won't be going into crypto basically. <laughs> you see mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So know your risk mm-hmm. appetite and how much um, you can stomach
1: your portfolio got up and down um Mm -hmm. um, yeah that's it i think yeah no i i i like that and those those three things are key things um in terms of mindset because if you you're able to nail those things you'll understand okay what you're happy to invest in like b said if you if you are like nah i don't like risky stuff (laughs) crypto isn't for you stocks isn't for you maybe only index funds and etfs are for you yeah. you know and that's that's what you, and then you just narrow it down like, okay cool i'm not gonna touch stocks i'm not gonna touch crypto cool okay so in terms of etfs which ones seem to be less risky and then you're, you're just narrowing it down yeah. and making it uh, easier for yourself not following the hype. very very important um you know there's a lot of even with the war uh, war in uh, Ukraine, there was a lot of um, things happening in terms of with like oil, with like gold, mm-hmm. um, with like other commodities. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people would have rushed. Yes. Let me buy oil. Oil yeah. is increasing. Let me buy gold. Gold's mm-hmm. increasing, you know? And, you know, I think you need to separate yourself. Are you an investor or a trader, right? Traders, they're happy to do that. Mm-hmm. All of that sentiment, swing trading, um, volatility, you know, trade trading in, in really volatile times. Um, but investors, that's not how we respond. Mm-hmm. We don't say, okay, gold is now going up, let me invest. Mm-mm, it's not the right mentality to have. And I was like that as well with Bitcoin. I remember, like, when I... I had been investing in Bitcoin before, but I just didn't nail the mentality. When it was going up, mm-hmm. I wanted to, to buy. When it was going down, <laughs> I wanted to sell. like, no, you're not getting it right. <laughs> I'm not getting it right. So... Yeah, um, so how long do you think someone should invest for? I'll
0: say short term, about a year or a bit more. Um, mm-hmm. Long term, five years or more. So I, I would say the yeah. longer the pot, the better. 5, 10, 15, yeah. 20. The, the younger you yeah. start, the longer you, your time horizon can be. If you've got a particular yeah. goal, then obviously like five years is good. If you're going to say for retirement, mm-hmm. I would say a bit longer. So I'll say minimum five yeah. years if you did long term. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Agreed, agreed um yeah I like I like the five-year horizon personally five years (laughs) or more because yeah I think like you said the longer you have the longer it is for your portfolio to give you some form of return um if if possible um and then what things do you think that you can do to that someone can do to increase their chances of success
0: uh, well my mantra has like, always been set goals make plans and mm-hmm. take action so I would say these you follow okay, those three like steps that. you cannot go wrong so I would yeah. say just yeah make sure you you're setting your short term long and mid term long term goals um, mm-hmm. you're planning what you want to do because most of your stuff can be broken down break down your goals and say okay this is mm-hmm. how long I think it's going to take mm-hmm. if I want to do it if I've got this particular time horizon split, it, split it into you know a year 12 months and see what you can do to deliver that because that'll just make it so much yeah. easier and just yeah. don't be complacent take action like don't t- like i i think it took it took for me to have actual mm-hmm. time in covid to actually take action because there's loads of things in my head that i wanted to do and i was thinking yeah i'm gonna do this and then like obviously when you're running around you know two kids married whatever yeah. job i was like okay i can't i I want to do it, but I'm not doing it. And then after, with COVID, you're kind of forced to slow down and actually go. Okay, mm-hmm. so now that's when I took proper actions. Just take action. Just do it. You don't. You're, yeah. not, or you're not going to be perfect to anything. Just just mm-hmm. try it. So that's all. Yeah. I'll say that's
1: that will increase love your chances
0: it. of success.
1: Love it, love it. Action is definitely key. Like mm. you just have to do it, there's no point of being scared, you know, mm. you're scared of it happening, it's going to happen, exactly. just let it happen, and just <laughs> improve, you know, over time, um, but again, just sm- start small to, to minimize your risk, so yeah, no, I completely agree uh, with action, and even me, like, I, like, yeah, I definitely didn't take action for years on lots of stuff, savvy wallet, mm. investing, getting out of debt, so many things, so, no one's perfect, you know, we all have our time where it happens, I think it's just important not to look back on it and be like, oh, why did I waste so much time, it's happened, whatever it is, we're just looking forward to see what we can, um, to, to do, um, thank you so much, thank you so much, Mm -hmm. so I realised, right, like, I kept, no, it's it's okay, um, so I realised that, like, I always ask, people their financial mistake and i thought wait hold on but why am i not asking the opposite <laughs> yes. of that so now I, i'm gonna to start to ask the opposite because i think it's good to to see like where what was our worst but then what was our, our our best as well so i wanted to sort of end it on um so what's what's your greatest financial achievement so
0: my greatest financial achievement is saving for a house mm. deposit in two years wow yes. that's fast <laughs> i've been talking about this. for i'll probably say about Five to seven years, like we've been talking wow. about. It. Me, and my husband, like, yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. You know, constantly wow. like try to save, but then like, oh no, we got no holiday. Like, no, we got. <laughs> we got <to> do this. <laughs> and then like, like, two years, COVID, mm. saved by the COVID. and it's like, wow, wow, yeah,
1: that's insane. Congratulations Thank and well you. done. That is a fantastic achievement. Two years is super quick. Yeah, wow. Wow, that is you see. That's why I asked this question. It's just like, oh, kudos to you! Like, I'm so happy for you for uh, doing that, and I'm sure that you are happy that you actually sacrificed finally to yes to um to buy your property yes yes
0: um buy the puppet now that's a whole different stage. this market is is (laughs) mad like i'm trying to get we've we've done so much viewers and all that kind of thing that's a a, a different story but you know we've we've saved it
1: (laughs) yeah 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 you got the money so you're ready when it when when it needs to happen yeah Yeah, no i i I completely hear that no thank you so much thank you so much for taking um uh, no joining the booth and you know spreading gems has been really great uh speaking to you and then we're definitely going to do another episode on crypto uh so yeah what's next for b
0: um well i would continue my journey to financial independence um mm-hmm. buy a property maybe some rentals mm-hmm. just grow my mm-hmm. platforms so and kind can of motivate um and educate and inspire people as many people as possible basically that's my
1: yeah that's my goal love it love it love it and yeah and you know i wish you luck on that i'll be supporting you on the way there too thanks, and thanks, um where can people find you
0: okay so my instagram is um investing with b um, mm-hmm. facebook same investing with b i've got twitter mm-hmm. um also invest with b no investing just invest mm-hmm. with b <laughs> yeah but i'm also mm-hmm. on instagram so i'll do daily posts. so that's investing with b yeah
1: okay great great yeah and your your posts are fire and actually, i'm sure i think you posted today i can't i can't remember actually if you if you posted yeah, today or not um, oh yeah you <laughs> you like you're your on point
0: my face, my, my picture, you know.
1: oh okay yeah you're on no, your point <laughs> <laughs> okay i need to go check it out now though <laughs> um yeah no you're so on point and yeah please do follow b she posts fantastic fantastic content and as you've heard she's also a fellow investor i love uh, speaking to uh, my fellow investors too um i do hope that you've enjoyed uh, this episode of the podcast and we will speak with you next week see you later
0: thanks bye